Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. And now, a special Sports Byline Encore presentation. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, well, it's Wednesday here, and it is a very, very important night in the Wednesday Night Wars. AEW versus NXT here tonight. Obviously, coming off the Thanksgiving Eve edition of AEW and NXT, some concern over some of these numbers. But we're not going to talk about it a lot today. We're going to probably talk about it mostly on Friday, because the ratings for tonight are going to come out on Thursday afternoon after this show goes off the air. If AEW ratings back to normal, nothing to see here. If AEW numbers below 700,000, there's going to be a lot to talk about on Friday. We got previews for both of the shows here today. AEW advertising a big, I don't even know if it's an announcement. They're not even billing it as an announcement. They're billing it as Chris Jericho has something to say about a lot of people. That's one of the big things being billed tonight. Also, Dustin Rhodes, Young Bucks versus Santana Ortiz and Sammy Guevara. John Moxley, Joey Janela, Ray Phoenix versus Trent. And Chris Statlander versus Hikaru Shida. For NXT, the return of Kushida, who has not wrestled since October 9th. He had a wrist injury, which is kind of funny because guess who else had a wrist injury? Adam Cole. And they put a cast on him, and he's just been working every single one of his matches. Rhea Ripley versus Dakota Kai. And Killian Dane versus... We don't know. It was supposed to be Damian Priest, but they're claiming that he has a rib injury and is not ready to go tonight. So that's the lineup for both of those shows. We also have Raw ratings for Monday. Raw had very strong competition, but guess what? They did not set a record low. In fact, they did better than you would expect. We'll talk about the Raw ratings for Monday night. Actually opened very strong for a Raw show. And we've also got some information on the return of John Morrison and Dio Madden and CM Punk. And so much more. If you'd like to text us here today, 425-780-7566 is the number. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. At Brian Alvarez on Twitter. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live.
diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer. A million questions flood your mind. How can this be happening? Am I going to be able to work? What's a subtype? What do I do now? We know. We went through it, too. But once you start to understand your options, you can partner with your doctor and find ways to face MBC on your own terms. Visit findyourmbcvoice.com and learn how to speak up and have a more informed conversation with your doctor. Some questions have answers. Visit findyournbcvoice.com to find some of yours. What's in store this holiday at your local Staples? Mistle toner. And ink nog. Huh? I mean, come on, who doesn't think ink and toner during the holidays? You don't. Okay. Well, Staples is aiming to fix that. Right now, you get 25% back in rewards when you spend $75 on ink or $200 on toner. Now who's not thinking ink and toner this holiday? Give your printer the gift of ink and receive 25% back in rewards. Staples, there's a whole lot in store. And twelve seven nineteen Restrictions apply. See store or staples.com slash 25 and rewards for details. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. We got plenty of stuff to talk about here today on the program. And quite frankly, this is not the biggest show or the biggest story. But since we've been covering it for so long, well, I guess we got to... We got to talk about it here. The Lana Rusev storyline. So, this is the update from WWE.com. I actually did an update on this. WWE.com has learned that Bobby Lashley and Lana have been released from a Nashville jail. Both superstars have been reached out to for comment. After Rusev defied the restraining order placed against him, 
and attacked Lashley on Monday Night Raw, the officer on hand decided to give the Bulgarian brute a pass based on his knowledge of the ongoing situation. The officer did, however, cuff Lashley after the almighty, two words, by the way, shoulder-checked him while exiting, and Lana was next after she open-palm-slapped Nashville's finest on the ramp. First off, that ain't Nashville's finest. No, sir. Let me tell you something. Mm-mm. We got an update at 11 a.m. Eastern. Statement from Lana, who does not have a last name. How can I be arrested by an off-duty police officer hired by me to protect myself? Well, excellent question, Lana. That is an excellent question. Statement from Bobby Lashley. I have been advised by attorneys to not speak about the case because it could involve future litigation. Now, yesterday we noted that Lashley hadn't done anything to get arrested, and I had a lot of people say, actually, he bumped into the officer. You even said this. He bumped into the officer. Mm-hmm. Dude, there was a restraining order placed against Rusev, who got into the ring, defied the restraining order, and viciously attacked Bobby Lashley. We're just going to overlook that? You don't have to overlook Do you know how you that? get a restraining order? You don't just make it up. A judge has to review the case and make the determination that this restraining order should be placed upon somebody. Now, Nashville's finest are deciding, well, we know more about the case. We've been following WWE television. Ah. I understand this case. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna arrest Rusev. I know what's going on. This yeah, is a dumb like, storyline. So it's almost like WWE is making it up, and they don't know what they're doing. It's a stupid storyline is what it is. Yeah, it is. It is. And they and sit there and they go, dumber. "What'll pop the crowd?" Oh, you know what'll pop the crowd? Rusev attacks Lashley, and then Lashley gets arrested. That'll pop the crowd. Never mind if it doesn't make any sense. It's ridiculous. Since when did wrestling have to? To start making sense. I mean, it always has, but uh, uh, since it drew, yeah. Can you always put your Can you put your finger on the point when it all went away? You know, for everybody, it used to be we used to point yeah. out examples of things when like Russo took over in WCW. It's exactly <laughs> yes. when it happened. It was the culmination of uh, centuries of bad booking by different bad bookers that you never heard of because they're out of business, all culminating and coming to one thing. Yes. See, what happened was WCW when they hired Russo. There was zero chance of them ever going out of business. So what happened was he did a lot of really stupid things, and it didn't matter because they weren't going to be going out of business. And so a lot of younger people or people that didn't actually study the business saw these things that this guy did. They were like, oh, well, you know, we can do that. Let's recreate this angle or whatever. And here we are in, in WWE. We're in the same position WCW is in. This company can't go out of business. So it doesn't matter what they do. So they just keep doing a lot of really, really stupid things. They keep making all their money from television deals. Wrestling fans just slowly give up. Like long-term fans have been watching it for decades. just slowly give up. The numbers creep down. But the television rights fees creep up. And so they just keep doing it. There are no, you know what it is? It's exactly like the the Rusev-Lana storyline. There are zero consequences for Rusev. So Rusev just keeps doing whatever he wants to do. And there are zero consequences for WWE, so they keep doing what they want to do. Now, that's a simple way of looking at it, because there could be consequences. I mean, five years down the road, four years down the road, I'm sure they're still going to get a lot of money for TV deals, but it may not be $2.3 billion. And on top of that, 
something that people don't look at is every three months they have to answer to their stockholders do you guys remember when wwe stock was about to hit a hundred dollars a share and everybody was expecting that day that it was going to hit a hundred dollars a share you know what's funny about that wcw never hit a million dollars at the gate they were so close they got to like nine hundred and eighty thousand. they never hit one million well here we are wwe stock has never hit 100 they got very very close but now what's wwe stock at here today let's take a look wwe stock sixty two dollars and forty four cents so they're not quite at half what they were several months ago when they almost hit a hundred but they're down from ninety eight ninety seven dollars a share to sixty two dollars a share and you know what i had somebody on twitter that was all cocky oh, wwe doesn't have to build up these these pay-per-views it's all about television revenue well you know what this wwe network is precariously close to dropping below a million subscribers in the united states and do you know the last time they had less than a million subscribers in the united states well it was 2014 the year that the network launched so their wwe pay it's very likely in fact it's almost guaranteed that at the end of this quarter they will have under a million subscribers in the u.s for the first time since 2014 and you think 6241 for the stock right now you think that's low if they drop below 1 million for the wwe network numbers there is a good possibility this stock is going to fall even further so yeah these network numbers are important building up your pay-per-view is important telling people what's on the show so they actually watch the show and buy the network is important even if they're making 2.3 billion on a television deal it's going to be really interesting before they have the next investors conference if they have rolled out the new tiered wwe network because you can be at least for me that's what the built-in excuse is going to be if they are under a million or if they even are asked or talk about those numbers at all um because i'm sure they will ignore them if if at all possible or gloss over them as they're going through the call but hidden gems is now off uh apparently they are not going to update hidden gems anymore which, you know, it's going to be interesting here if you have whatever the number is, 800,000 people left. If you start with tiers, you know, how much are you going to be able to extract out of those those people and, and basically for their memories? You know, it'll be interesting to see how they set all of this up and if they lean on the people who are buying for the, the catalog. Are you buying for – again, this is going to be very interesting – to see when this thing gets rolled out i I don't think it is uh the the timing is more than convenient when it comes to hidden gems being taken off and i just cannot believe that they're announcing that with the expectation that they're not bringing it back or with the the expectation that people were going to push back and then ask well what's coming next just seems to be that what's coming next is they're going to go to tears and that's going to be a built-in excuse for them to explain why they went under a million. Well, we have these people doing this, and this is this, and there's going to be a change here. And it's it's going to ring as empty, but it's interesting that they're making this move, which is really, you know, again, it's it's probably a small number of people that are, are complaining about it. But there are people complaining about the fact that one thing this network is good for, the one thing that people have liked about it, you're taking that away from them. And it just doesn't really make any sense. 
Person says, the Lana Rusev stuff is precisely the kind of nonsense that keeps me far away from the main roster. The angle is so stupid, it makes that second Vintner Roman Reigns garbage from a few months ago look like semi-competent. I wouldn't go that far. I would not go that far. That Roman Reigns, Vintner, Daniel Bryan storyline was dumb. No, it all fits together. It's like the miseducation of fans after all of these years and what they're being accustomed to, what they get accustomed to. It's All of this stuff all combines together. It really does. This person here says, so whatever the stupid storyline is with Lana and Lashley on TV, with Lana signing a new five-year deal with WWE, doesn't that corner Rusev into having to sign with WWE and give the upper hand? No. I mean, we've got, uh, you know, Peyton is with WWE and her husband is with AEW. I mean, there's a lot of couples that work with different companies. This is not, he's going to make his decision. I think he's resigning. He seems like he likes his storyline. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 
Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Bro. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Hi, the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. A lot of shocking breaking news on WWE backstage last night such as WWE announcing John Morrison had re-signed. I think we had that two months ago. Oh, but now yeah. it's official. He's coming wow. back. Confirmed, he said, I have signed with WWE. I have never been as good at anything as I am at wrestling, and I can't wait to stay it again in a WWE, uh, WWE ring opposite the most talented people in the business. You know, I was working that that show in, in uh, I guess it was late July, Beyond Wrestling, was one of Morrison's last shows that he did before going to WWE. And that dude was hurting. Now, could have just been that he had just done a bunch of matches and was hurting. But, man, that guy was walking around like he was hurting. So hopefully he got his two months off and he's good to go now. But he's been doing this for a long time. And he's been doing a lot of high-flying stuff for a long time. So hopefully he's all right. They also announced that, yes, Dio Madden is no longer doing Raw commentary. Samoa Joe will be added to the Raw commentary team on a temporary basis going forward. We talked about this on Monday, and have been talking about it for a while. The basic gist of the story is, and I know that in reporting this, I don't know if Dio Madden himself is going to get mad, but I'm sure we'll hear that this is not accurate, but this is what happened. Vince and Kevin Dunn didn't like Dio Madden on commentary. And they took him off commentary, and I think they were going to try to retrain him or whatever to do commentary, but now I guess he's decided he wants to be a wrestler again. So I'm sure the official story is going to be that he just decided while doing commentary that he wanted to be a wrestler. But you're telling me that you did this for a month and, like, you hadn't wanted to be a wrestler before that? I mean, it doesn't make any sense, but I'm sure that's what they're going to say. But they weren't a fan of it. And I thought his commentary, I mean, let me make this abundantly clear, I thought he was fine. Like, he wasn't a blow-away commentator or anything like that, but you know how many bad commentators they've had in that role? He'd only been doing it for like a month, and he was fine. The very first week, he barely said a word, and then like by the second week, he was getting more comfortable. I thought he was doing a pretty good job. But doing a pretty good job from the standpoint of people who have watched wrestling forever and just want people doing commentary, it's very different from, ah, WWE wants a very, very specific thing from their commentators, and he wasn't doing it, and so they decided he's got to go. And now I guess he's going to be getting back into the ring again. He wants to retire Brock Lesnar, he says. Not sure that's going to happen, but you never know. That's the story. Why even put him on there in the first place? It's a, it's a you know, billion-dollar company. You, you hi, hire a guy, and you bring him up from NXT, and you put him on the main show uh, with this lineup shakeup with people who, one of which he's never worked with, Jerry Lawler, and why did it even happen in the first place? How does this keep happening with David Otunga and Byron Saxton and Tom Phillips and the cavalcade of names that, that come up and then get smacked back down again? It's like, it's completely ridiculous. It really is, and it's like, well, how does this happen then? You don't have this happening on football games where it's like, you know, 
we're going to not let Spiro Ditas or whoever's doing the game on. We're going to bring up this random guy, and we'll just see how it works out. <laughs> you know, there's times to practice that sort of stuff. There's times they get an idea. In fact, you have a whole company, or you had one in NXT. You go and you put people on house shows. You can have them announced there. In some ways, this reminds me of, like, AEW putting on Alex Marvez, where I kept asking over and over again, everyone I could ask leading in, what's Alex doing? Is he in a box, like, doing tapes of shows? Has he been doing, you know, announcing indie shows, like, in the back of the building or something like that, that, that to get comfortable? And everybody said, well, no, <laughs> no. Well, how's he supposed to be any good? And then he went out there, and he really wasn't any good, and he got hammered, unfortunately for him, about stuff that it wasn't really his fault. I mean, what's he going to say? No, don't let me do play-by-play. Of course he's going to take the shot to do it, but they put him in a bad spot, and he failed, and that's really not really on him. I mean, it's partially on him, I guess, but the same thing with Dio Madden. This is completely ridiculous. You put him out there for three weeks. He gets to be bantered against by Jerry Lawler a little bit because you got to have a heel commentator. It's just like it's completely ridiculous. It really is. All right, so this person here says, this week's Retro Nitro review had me laughing hysterically while working overnight. I'm going to miss it when it ends. I'm not. And also adds, Dio Madden is Mongo. No, no, no. No. Dio Madden in three weeks was better than Mongo ever, ever was. Ever. It's not even close. Come on. He doesn't have the charisma. He doesn't have the the name that Mongo McMichael had. But Michael McMichael was a goofball. He was a chihuahua-carrying moron who was there, and he was not good at his job. And you could say he was entertaining or funny or whatever, but no, when he was out of there and into the wrestling ring, as cringeworthy as that was for people, it still made more sense than having him on the mic trying to sell your product. That's crazy. This person here says, I'm an example of somebody who canceled the network shortly after the first Crown Jewel event, not necessarily because of it, but it was one of the proverbial straws. If Mondays weren't my day off of work and baseball was still going on, I'd never watch anything WWE. That said, as AEW goes on, I really lament the days when the elite guys worked with New Japan and, to a lesser extent, when they were throwback territory guys. For me, that was the best wrestling I'd seen in a while, especially with how they were able to develop stories on BTE, and I truly hope the two companies can cooperate in the future. Well, that is nowhere close to happening. I don't know if it's ever going to happen. I mean, there's very bitter feelings on both sides, and... You know, New Japan is not to the level of CMLL, but, I mean, I know that everybody loves the work and everything like that, but New Japan can very much hold a grudge, and New Japan can very much be bitter about things, and they have been, and they will be in the future. So I don't know if these two sides are ever going to work together. Neither side wants to work together right now. It's not like New Japan wants to work with AEW, or AEW wants to work with New Japan. Like, neither side wants to work with the other right now. So... I don't see it happening anytime soon. When you say they're bitter, is it is it good business for New Japan to just throw everything out and start working with AEW? Is it good I mean, who, business? Who does it benefit? Does it benefit some fans that want to see? Look, Kenny Omega against name the opponent is is exciting. And the reality is is there's bad feelings between he and the company, and I'm there's two sides to every story. In fact, there's multiple sides in this case, frankly, between the two, between those two sides. But he could still go over if he wanted to. Chris Jericho is going over. Uh, John Moxley is going over. So there's three of their big stars can go over and work if they want to work some things out. From there, what if you're a New Japan fan or a New Japan supporter? We have seen the Young Bucks against everybody. 
everybody and their mother and the tag team division in general when it comes to New Japan is a is not the biggest hot button thing. Adam Page, who is a loss, was a, a loss for New Japan. He is somebody that they saw that they liked. You know, he's not there, but you know, as a generational rival for Juice or whatever, I mean, I, I don't know if things are missing as bad as some people think that they are. On New Japan side, they're not. And I, I know that they're being framed in they are going to be the ultimate bad guy in this, and they're the reason that, that AEW and them aren't working together and all that sort of stuff. But take a step back and look at it from New Japan's point of view. Forget about Ring of Honor and CMLL and the existing relationships you have in North America. Just from their own point of view, what is the benefit of rushing into a relationship with AEW when they don't even know where they're going to be at with AEW six months from now? I mean, it, is AEW going to be there? Yes. But in theory, could they also be out of business? Yes. They just started. So for New Japan to lay back when they need to focus on themselves, when they have two Tokyo Domes coming up, they have the Olympics coming there next year, I mean, it is great to fantasy book Kenny Omega against X opponent because that's usually what this comes down to. But from there, I, I don't see what New Japan is missing not having this relationship right now, especially when they have a relationship. It's just muddied with a bunch of people who have two-way contracts anyway. This person here says, Seth and Renee stole your tables, lawnas, and chairs idea last night. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I mean, it is right there for everybody. I mean. Also, one interesting thing on Seth's interview, talking about why people started hating him. They were willing to bring up Will Ospreay, but not John Moxley, which was especially glaring with Renee being the one asking. Well, yeah, what do you expect? <laughs> yeah, surprise. Did you see the AEW ad where they put a bunch of headlines about AEW beating NXT in the ratings, implying they were talking about the quality of the show? Well, I saw the ad. There's an ad on, on TNT, I guess, where... Let me see if I can find it right here. This sounds like the movie ads we were talking about a couple days ago where you, you just take, you cherry-pick things out of a... Uh, out well, of no, a the, the issue is it's, a, it's, a, it's an AEW commercial, and all over the ad... They've got comments from, like, the New York Post and, and this and that. And among the ones that they use are AEW crushes NXT. AEW trounces NXT. AEW buries NXT. Machka NXT. Now, well. granted, bad timing. But, <laughs> listen, I don't know this for sure, and I could be wrong, okay? But there is a decent chance that TNT just put this together. And this was not, like, some idea that AEW had or whatever. I mean, I don't know. I uh, listen. Even if it was, are you surprised? I mean, again, there's a you know. Well, the reason I bring it up is because everybody on the AEW side has publicly, like nobody publicly on the AEW side says anything about how this is a war versus NXT. I mean, Dustin just did an interview a couple of days ago talking about how we're just doing our own thing. We're not here yeah, to crush whatever. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know who put this thing together, but it is very bad timing. I mean, you couldn't have worse timing well, after they got way, smashed on Thanksgiving. Live by the sword, die by it. So, you know, they put out the one that they can get made fun of for it. If, if NXT does the same thing, turns it around in AEW, and AEW beats them this week or takes every demographic again, which they did last week anyway, except for the over 50s, I mean, you know, this, this, is, this is hype and this is promotion, and, uh, you know, that kind of is what it is. Person says, bad feelings aside, why do you think Vince isn't trying to cut it in the New Japan market share in Japan? They may need to work together. Vince and New Japan are not working together. And never will. He's talked to places like No and Stardom. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest price. Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. Football and basketball seasons are in full swing. So get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional sports. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. You can even bet on wild proposition bets like Who will be the first head coach to get fired? Or who will win the NBA MVP? Get the fastest to market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use promo code COACH55. That's COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Again, the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. If you want to send us a text message here today, 425-780-7566 is the number. After two weeks off, CM Punk's next appearance on WWE Backstage next Tuesday... Last night's backstage included the announcement Punk will be back on the show next week. He'll be a second appearance as an analyst. After making a surprise appearance as prior Tuesday, Punk officially debuted on November 19th. When Fox Sports announced he was joining, it was noted his role would be a, quote, special contributor and analyst. He will make select appearances in studio and won't be on the show every week. 
So, of course, the show did 49,000, then 100,000, then CM Punk did 180,000, then last week with Triple H, they did 121,000. Bet Hunter was thrilled about that. And we'll see how last night's show does. We'll get those numbers here in a little while. How did they do without CM Punk or Triple H? I'll say 75,000. Hmm, 75,000. Yeah. All right, let's jump into the text message bin here. Thank you for the clarification on the current relationship between New Japan and AEW. My main concern and reason for wanting to see them work together is what I fear is a general lack of talent in terms of quantity to keep fresh feuds rotating. AEW's got a fair amount of talent. I was just say, they both side. have a fair amount of talent. New Japan's got a ridiculous amount of talent. That's one of the problems. Well, lack is... of AW talent, this person clarifies. Okay, okay. That's uh, Again, and even then, it, they have a deep roster of talent. It just doesn't happen to be New Japan talent. And, and I will say this. They certainly don't need New Japan for their talent. Oh, boy. I have lost Mike right there. I'm here and ready to go. All right, everybody. So let's continue on here. I'll get Semper Vivi back here in just a moment. This person here says, Dio Madden has stated, it was Paul Heyman who picked him personally. He was very high on him. Mansoor was trialed uh, for Jerry Lawler's position as well. So I guess Mansoor decided that he also wanted to wrestle. Is that how this whole thing works here? All right, we're going to hook up uh, Mike Semper Vivi here. And then get back going. So stand by here on live radio. And as he is getting connected, I'm going to go back here to the text message bin. And then we'll bring him back up. This person here says, I have some trouble understanding Mike's position about the potential benefit to New Japan from working with AEW given the long effort at U.S. expansion. Their stars getting on a hot show on TNT seems a lot more valuable than small-scale touring or being tied to the sinking ship that is Ring of Honor. Well, you can look at it that way. You can also look at it as New Japan may see this as it's competition. They're trying to run the U.S. Why would they no. team up with somebody else that's running the U.S.? That's that's my thought. Any thoughts, Mike, as you return? Um, that's what people forget about this, is that, look, Trent and, and that's what was, you know, the, the press conference after full gear where you know tony khan is talking about you know getting convincing trent and chuck taylor to come over when they were about to get a push from new japan and they were kind of factored in and they bolted and they left and you have kenny omega who came over to the states and the young bucks and everybody else who left their partner in america and left working for them before madison square garden so they could start and granted i know ring of honor could have put some of those guys on that show but why would you if they're leaving to go into direct head-to-head competition with you and for new japan for any mistakes or missteps that they've made i think trying to come into the market and expose themselves to the market they are also looking at people that are in direct competition with them and it is not the end of the world that if they're not working with aew for right now and Again, I, I don't see from either side and before I got cut off. It's like, no offense to New Japan, but it's not like AEW needs anybody from New Japan for their company. They have access to DDT and Big Japan and Tokyo Joshi Pro and all of these other promotions, as well as AAA and everybody else. I mean, we talked about in that match with Kane Velasquez how good uh, 
who was it? Was Viking looked? I think that was really the standout Taurus in that match. And it's like he's never gotten a sniff in America. I mean, there's so much talent that's still out there, even though the Indies have been, you know, brutally assaulted with everybody signing unique types of contracts and a lot of exclusive contracts. And that's not just here, but all over the world. But there's still a ton of talent out there that it can be exposed that AEW has at their fingertips. And I'm not saying for cheap, but for cheaper than, than bringing in somebody from New Japan. This person also says, no, no, no. I meant AEW and New Japan may need to work together to fend off WWE. No, they will not. Let me tell you something about Japan, okay? I'm not a, I'm not the biggest Japanese expert, but anyone else will tell you the exact same thing I'm about to tell you because I heard it from people who are experts. We'll see. The WWE has never even begun to make inroads in Japan, and they've tried. They've never, they've never even got a toe in the door. I mean, they've run shows there and that sort of thing, but like, the idea that WWE is going to focus on Japan and that New Japan is going to all of a sudden be in trouble, it ain't happening. That one I can guarantee you, it's not happening. Vince did try to buy, and I shouldn't even say Vince. It was you know Triple H talked to everybody, but you know they tried to buy Stardom, didn't happen. Tried to buy Noah, didn't happen. Like. There were talks with the Japanese do business in a very specific way, and there's a lot about the Japanese culture that American businesses don't understand. And Vince trying to just go in there, this is not like when Vince destroyed the territories here in the U.S. New Japan needs no help fending off WWE in Japan. There's years of rooting which needs to take place by WWE, and maybe there are people inside that company, and there are people that, with the knowledge of that, obviously, with the William Regals of the world and people like that. They know how the country works, and you would have to lay down roots and be very serious and try to plant them for a long time, and even if you do, you are still never going to be native, no matter how many natives that you may hire. So you are staring at that. There are lots of business and cultural issues in Japan that WWE and everybody else will have to try to face. They've tried this since, what, 2003 is when we first started hearing them, you know, possibly will we get a WWE Japan? Will we get a WWE Mexico? And and we're starting to see that with NXT now. It's starting to come to fruition. But the reality of the situation is they're going to have a very difficult time. The UFC went in and bought pride. And granted, there are a little bit of – there were some, also some different factors working at play there with, with UFC. Pride was going to die. But, but UFC came, they bought them. We're going to run here. We're going to do this for you. We're going to do that. And they got sent out with their tail between their legs. And they had Dana White, of all people, and the Fertitas going, Jesus, we'll just come when we need to. And they didn't even want to deal with it. So there are a lot of reasons why WWE, especially in its current incarnation, is always going to have problems, as well as everybody else who's trying to get a foot in there and cause some damage. Now, as far as here, AEW and New Japan needing to work together to fend off WWE, look, sorry, at the end of the day, until they start losing billions and USA starts going, we don't want you on the channel anymore, which doesn't seem like it's happening. I mean, it's going to be, forget about trying to fend them off. I mean, they're going to be an overwhelming shadow forever. All right, so this person here says, there are bad feelings from New Japan management. What about from the other wrestlers? Do they want to work with AEW? I'm sure a lot of them want to work with AEW. I think, I think Okada even flat out said, I want to work in America for AEW. But it doesn't matter. They're a contract in New Japan, and if New Japan management doesn't want to work with AEW, it's not going to happen. And that's and where that, we are right now. And, and this is not different. That I'm sure like there are guys in New Japan that like I'm sure the... 
you know, the Tongans would love to work with Phoenix and, and Pentagon, but it's just politically that's just not going to happen. It's unfortunate. And, you know, Dragon Lee, you know, I've been led to believe, and I haven't heard anything in a while, that he was going to still be a New Japan guy. We'll see what happens. I know he just wrestled Kenny Omega, I think it was. Wasn't it Kenny Omega? I think he wrestled him for the mega title. But it's like he's a name that's out there and a great example of somebody that, you know, wherever he pops up, he's going to be huge for whoever it is. He's going to be really important for whoever it is. And just an example of the amount of talent that's out there that, you know, you, you don't have to work with somebody else to try to get. You just have to try to get them. Alrighty, so I'm trying to find some information on this guy's question because if, if this happened today, I've not heard about it yet. Oh, but that? basically he says, Do the updated DVR numbers showing AEW and NXT basically tied last week make the holiday seem like the main cause of the AEW drop? I have not seen these updated DVR numbers, so I can't answer your question. But I don't want to answer Makes the question sense. anyway because we're going to find out yeah. on Thursday. That's it. There's yeah. nothing... I don't want to say there's nothing to talk about here because, listen, I'm the first guy that was going off when SmackDown did 880,000 viewers on FS1. I was like, listen, they're on FS1, everybody. The numbers are going to be low, but that's shockingly low, okay? And then, of course, the following Friday, they were back to normal. But even I, even I was like, that's really low, okay? And these AEW numbers, they were really low. And as we mentioned before, the AEW demos were down way more than the Raw demos were. So if it was only Thanksgiving, I mean, they should be down equally, right? Unless there's something about the AEW audience that is more likely to go out and party than the same age people that watch NXT. Maybe we'll find out on Thursday that, you know what, the AEW audience, they're partiers, and this NXT audience is not. We may find that out. I don't know. But and there's not a lot to talk about now. We'll talk about it Thursday. And, the, you know, we'll probably over-talk it on Thursday. But people, for as many people that pull their hair out over this, a lot of people, it's the banter about it that people love. And well, as far as over-talking, we'll over-talk it if these AEW numbers are 680,000. If the oh, AEW sure. well, numbers are 900,000, there ain't nothing to talk about. We'll just move no, on. Yeah. Look, there, we won't be over-talking if it. it stays around 680 or whatever it is again. Yeah, we, that's that's a serious subject. But, you know, we still – another day that's like that has always been – got to see when it falls. I mean, I, what the schedule is. But, like, Christmas Eve has also been one of those holidays where it's like, you know, the day after Christmas. And it just – we have got to give this more time, and again, just kind of beg everybody to the first three months of the year. As we get out of the Royal Rumble season, we start to build towards Mania. That's also going to be, we we will have more than enough to start playing with these numbers and these demos and how things have gone up and down for an extended period of time where that's going to matter still more than any of these numbers minutia from week to week. That's That is for absolutely sure, so... Again, we got a long way to go with these things, and for people that hate these ratings talks, they're going to be upset. I can imagine what they would have been like back in the day on, on a Tuesday when we got the numbers in from the Monday Night Wars, literally down to the minute. Well, I'm not talking any more about it today, but I will talk about this. What's that? Will you and Mike be doing a bubble taste test at a review on the show? Listen, you hear me, everybody? Listen to what I'm about to say here. If I get a bottle of the bubble in the mail... For the Christmas show, we will all drink it on the Christmas show. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
somebody better send me one, or you better get two in the mail, and somebody sends me one. We can't be we can't be doing the bubbly toast if if only. I wasn't talking about you. I'm talking about me. You son of a. I'm sure. May hey, listen. If it were if it were easily accessible, I go grab one down at the Safeway right now. But I think it's only online. And if I can't get it online on Amazon.com, then I'm not getting it. But I know somebody out there probably has an extra bottle of the bubbly, and you can send it. Post Office Box 426. Hey, would you shut up for a second? Post Office Box 426. Woodenville, Washington. 98072. Christmas show. A little bit of the bubble. Back in a moment. Observer Live. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402. 877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749.
You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, so I muted Mike for trying to talk over me, but he had a very important point, which is the legality of this wine shipment. Okay? So I messed up. If you have an extra bottle of the bubbly, do not try to send it through the mail. It may or may not be legal depending on where you live. It's legal for me to receive, but the sending is a concern. But if you go to the little bit of the bubbly website, you just have it shipped to me from the website. Right, Mike? Is that correct? Sure. Sorry, I'm dealing with a light issue here, for heaven's sake. Oh, God. Anything else? What do we need a light for? We're worried about the state of Tennessee arresting our listeners for shipping me bubbly because they do things differently in Tennessee. They do. So basically, if you want to send a bottle, and I I shouldn't even have done this because now we'll get like 40 bottles. But if you go to the little bit of the bubbly website, they would just order and have it shipped to me from the website, right? Yes. And everything's cool. Okay. Don't get yourself don't they, in trouble. Don't they can anybody. also order for you the 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 trilogy of the Godfather DVDs. Don't get out of here, Mike. I got important things to do in my life that involve this business mm-hmm. for the people that are listening to this website. Uh, Nobody here wants to listen to a Godfather review. Mm. And besides, I I used to eat at Godfather's as a kid. That's got to count for something. You don't even know who Boba Fett is. That's a big difference. Geek. Hey, listen, we're out of time, everybody. Tonight, AEW and NXT, two fun shows. I'll be reviewing them with Dave tonight and Vinny tomorrow on the Brian and Vinny Show. We'll talk about them tomorrow here on this program as well. And check my Twitter at Brian Alvarez. Put the ratings up there all the time. And there's nothing there's nothing worse than have to deal with the ratings twice in one week. So can we have no more holidays? We're out of time, everybody. I want to thank you all for listening. Thanks, Mike, as always, callers and listeners. Everybody in the studio, we'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live. This is Brian Alvarez with Wrestling Observer Live. Join us every single day, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sundays, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, daily replays at 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern, Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. If you missed something from today's show, you can find it now on iHeartRadio Talk. That's iHeartRadio.com slash talk. A special news and update station you control. Follow us on iHeartRadio Talk and stay in touch 24-7. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.